and welcome to the beautifully nasty podcast i am your host bianca and happy wednesday y'all made it we're halfway through the week i don't know how much that means to everyone these days in quarantine but for me wednesdays are it is my favorite day of the week i'm doing the podcast so i'm happy to be here i hope you all are happy to be here as well and if you're here thanks for listening Thanks for showing up. I'm just really excited for this whole month's topic because it's what I do. Being an artist is something that I've been since I was in my mother's womb. My mom was a dancer and she was dancing while I was in her stomach. And then ever since I was a little girl, I've always performed in some capacity and I've always been encouraged to be creative and to follow my dreams. I've been lucky like that. I cannot lie. So it's really awesome for me to have this month full of all different types of artists who are providing everyone with what I feel is really great advice for people who are struggling mentally and emotionally or feel they have a block in their creativity or are worried about money, they cover it all and are very inspiring and helpful about all of the tips and advice that they have gathered in their career where they're like, okay, this is what I've learned and I wanna share it with people. So I wanna share it with artists so that they can know and they can learn and they can feel good about their process because it's not easy. It's not easy being a creative person wanting to dedicate your life to that because that is a road that is inconsistent. It's you don't know what's going to happen. It's it's very difficult. And I think that artists are very brave people because we open our emotions and feelings and we open them up for everyone to see so that people don't feel alone and we express other humans emotions and is very cathartic but it is a lot that weighs on us and it's so many ups and downs and so i'm grateful for the guests this month because they really were speaking to my soul honestly as someone who has struggled as an artist over the years and so today's guest oh my god i love this girl I'm super biased because she's one of my best friends, but I honestly had to bring her on for everyone because she is just that special. She is a true light beam in every room. I swear to God, she lights up a room the second she walks into it. I'm not biased at all. (laughs) And... I've known her since college and we've just been we've just been best friends since I'm so proud of her because she has created a business within this past year during the pandemic and it is all about mindset and helping actors bring themselves into the room and feel good when they walk into an audition room and holy crap she is just taking the industry by storm if you need some inspiration please look to this woman because she is a boss ass lady and she cares and she wants to help people she wants people to feel good and you'll learn all about it it goes even beyond just being an actor she helps everyone with their mindsets and 
I'm just, I'm proud. So yeah, I'm going to be a little biased (laughs) and I'm excited to share this conversation. We talk all about mindset and how to go after your dreams in a healthy way and to take care of yourself and listen to your body. She walks us through all of it. And I just, again, I have to say it again, I could not be more proud of this woman. And I am honored to have her as a guest on my podcast. So introducing the incredibly talented kind and just you wait, she is literally about to run Hollywood. I swear I'm calling it the five year, the five year plan for her. She's going to be on top. This is one of my greatest friends, Shannon Bills. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today, I brought on another friend, and I brought her on because she's that special to me in my life, and she just aligns with everything that is this month, and I'm so excited to have her here. So here's Shannon Bills, one of my best friends. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. (laughs) This is really fun and just cool because you're so in your element. And I feel like this is a topic we both love and know really well. Mm -hmm. And I'm just excited to chat today. I'm so happy that you're here right now. We're both very busy in our lives. So we constantly talk like our conversation never really ends every day. But it's really cool to be doing a collaborative thing right now. I love it. With that being said, Shannon has transformed her life this past year, and she's transforming other people's lives as we speak. So before we get into all of your creative work and everything that you're working on for yourself and your clients and your business, I want you to talk about your personal self-love journey. And before you start, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain that Shannon is a person that everyone looks at and is like, how are you so freaking perfect? (laughs) Like everyone that meets Shannon is like, what are you real? So I'm interested to hear about your self-love journey, because I think a lot of people perceive you as someone who's just like always had it together. Everything goes right for you. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Wow. So where to begin with that comment. That's very much appreciative. But like, also, I think it's important to know that everyone has different level of traumas. And yeah, I'm probably not somebody who has had to deal with depression or crazy anxiety or whatever it is that other people have had. Everybody has different level of traumas that they go through. And yeah, sure. I definitely feel blessed because like things can always be worse, but I've had my levels of trauma too, and I have anxiety and I have had things in my life, people in my life that were lessons to me. And so I think it's funny because old Shannon wanted to look perfect for everybody. And so who knows if at the times you were talking about if that it was for sure old Shannon, but even in high school too, I just always, I remember this is so embarrassing, but also like typical of where I was at at that time. Two minutes before class would end in high school, Uh I would get out my little cover up and my pocket mirror and I'd like (laughs) blot my nose, make sure nothing was oily on my face. You powdered your face? I would powder my face, wouldn't even grab a brush. I would put my hand (laughs) in this powder and act like I was like scratching my nose and tried to put on this 
facade that I'm perfect and I would like oh my (laughs) god this is my first time this is my first time like bringing this all to the surface but this is actually really funny to me (laughs) I would (laughs) oh my gosh I'd put my hair in front of my in front of my face Mm -hmm. and I loved when I would walk down the hallway and my hair would just if I was walking fast would just blow a little bit like very Beyonce (laughs) this was a thing and this is my first time telling anybody this but I, you're yeah, telling I feel the world. Like I'm telling the world. Like <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I had this facade of wanting to be perfect, but at the same time, I have always been a positive person. I mm-hmm. have always been a spiritual person. I have always been a peppy person. Like none of that was ever forced. That is just who my soul is, mm-hmm. who my higher self is, what I'm about. Like always have been that way. But I think the idea of perfect just felt like. It was something I needed in my life for whatever reason. I maybe need to do a little writing work on that. But, and I think that carried into college too, but I just think I enjoy people and I see the good in people. And I don't know if that's what's shining through when someone's, wow, she's very likable or whatever Mm -hmm. that is. I think a lot of people, sorry to cut you off, when they meet you, they... I think they can judge you and they they can be Mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, like she has it all together. Mm -hmm. She's so beautiful. And she is everyone. (laughs) If you don't (laughs) know, you can't see her right now, but she's gorgeous. Um, And I'm not even saying that as a biased friend, but I think people meet you and then they're like, wait, what? You're like easy to talk to and relatable and you're nice and you're not full of yourself. And they made that judgment. And I wonder if you, Mm -hmm. do you notice that ever? didn't notice that until people started making little comments to me. Like Mm -hmm. there was one comment in high school again, where someone was like, I just don't get how you're so peppy. Like I kind of just want to punch you in the face sometimes. (laughs) And that was actually like a limiting belief I had to work through because I was like, I don't need coffee. Sorry. Like I'm awake and this is who I am. I could sense when people would think that I was being disingenuous because I don't know. That would bother me, especially like going into the sorority. Bianca and I were sorority sisters, everyone. And (laughs) and (laughs) I do think, especially at that time when you have the whole recruiting process is just silly. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I do remember some people being like, yeah, some people just think you put this this facade on and that you secretly are this terrible person and that like you are actually fake. And there had been people that brought that to my attention where it was a shock to me because I was just like, what the heck? And then I would question myself, like, am I doing something wrong? Am I saying something wrong? No, I'm definitely being me, but people think it's fake. But no, there are happy people in this world. Yeah. And I love that we're talking about this right now because I think that a lot of what is in society right now, it sets people up to feel badly about themselves Mm -hmm. just with all of social media and like comparing yourself and comparing yourself in a negative way. It's taking a toll on people's self-confidence so that Mm -hmm. when they do meet people like you, they're like almost bitter because that's Mm -hmm. what everyone wants. It's really hard for people to seem to grasp how to love yourself these days when you can just look at millions of people on social media and see their best selves. Even just you talking about that brings up one person in my life. And I know, you know who I'm talking about who 
always treated me kind of like shit. And she, I would never know why she'd be mad at me. Or I felt like I always had to walk on eggshells around her. And Mm -hmm. she'd say little comments here and there. And I really had to do a lot of like letters of forgiveness for myself, for her Mm -hmm. to just release that energy because you're right. The people who are in those bitter places or just not good moments in their life and they see someone who does have it maybe a little bit more together or just loves themselves or just whatever it is, they are going to be reflecting that bitterness towards them. And for the longest time, I thought it was me and I thought I was doing something wrong. But I think the more we got into, and I say we, because my self-love journey, you're familiar with a lot Mm -hmm. of the different exercises, which we'll talk about today going through that. But we now can see that it's a reflection of that person and what they're going through. And it has nothing to do with us. And I know if someone is listening who is in that better state still, mm-hmm. they, they're still probably rolling their eyes going, no, it was you. It was you. But mm-hmm. once you get to that place going, oh, it's them. And I almost really coming from a place of love, feel sorry for those people who just can't be happy for somebody. Yeah. 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 I feel like I was so the opposite of you where I was always just like, like I was just a mess. I was openly like a mess and a a cute mess. We'll go with the cute mess. So I would all part of the self-love journey. I would hear people saying, you know, how it wasn't relatable to them to be around someone who was perfect. And I knew it was coming from a place of jealousy from them. And you're so right. And so I think that it's people like you are obviously just light beings for all of us to see. And it's intimidating. It's intimidating in a different way than if you meet someone who's like maybe a celebrity or like someone that you Mm -hmm. idolize. Mm -hmm. It's intimidating to meet someone who is just genuinely happy because I think that's what we're all searching for in our lives. So I'm happy that we talked about this because I feel like a lot of the people that I talk to really talk about struggling as being like the broken person, which is very relatable. Everyone goes through so much different forms of trauma, but Mm -hmm. I love that we're talking to you about how like the opposite view of it and how it affected you as well. And you had Mm -hmm. to be like, am I doing something wrong? Wait, no, I'm not. I'm being myself. Mm -hmm. It's a reflection of their insecurities. So I'm happy that you brought that up. Thanks for asking those. Yeah, of course. Can you explain the exercise that you did in order to release the energy from people who are just, how did you say it? People who are just uh, maybe projecting their feelings onto you. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I think there's a couple of things. And the first exercise that I learned came from Helena. And so Helena is... Mm -hmm. Basically, I call her my LA mother. She is this wonderful woman who got me on the path towards this self-love journey. And what I also like to preface is my parents have always been spiritual. They've always come from a place of love. They always helped out in their community. They always gave to charities. They're just, they're wonderful people. They're amazing. They're like I get it from them. Yeah, no, you, and when you meet your parents, you're like, Oh, I so get it. I remember the first time I went to your house and I was like, oh my God, your mom and dad are both equally so kind and just easy to be around and clearly have an open heart. So I think that's when I met them, I was like, oh, I, I totally get Shannon now. <laughs> and, and you're lucky You and that you're lucky that you got two great 
parents because not a lot of people sometimes get two that are that supportive and can exemplify what it means to be a true kind human. That will always be something I'm grateful for. It's something Mm -hmm. I wake up grateful for. It's something I go to bed grateful for. I am so aware of that. And I I would say half of my friends growing up had divorced parents and being the age we're at now have friends who have lost parents. And Mm -hmm. so that is a blessing that I count every day and I will never take that for granted. Mm -hmm. So going back to Helena. So Helena is my massage therapist And I started going to her right when I moved to LA and she is just this beautiful walking light beam. She really Mm -hmm. is just this angelic, pure, beautiful soul. Bianca has had a chance to work with her and talk with her. And so I was going through a time where there was someone in my life who would annoy the heck out of me. And I had to see this person every single day and it wasn't a relationship, but it was someone I had to see every day (laughs) and they could say the smallest thing and it just would eat at me. And I I didn't know why I was feeling this way, but it would just trigger me because I just felt like the person didn't like me. It just felt like a very weird vibe. And so, um, Helena taught me to come from a place of love. Mm -hmm. And I thought she was insane at first. I'm like, what the heck? No, like this person driving me crazy. Why would I ever do that? Mm -hmm. And the first exercise she gave me was a little mantra to say every single day. And it was blank, say their name. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And it would, at first it felt really odd because I didn't mean anything I was saying, but I was doing it. I was doing the exercise every single day. Blank. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I would do it every single day. And it finally got to a point where I started to notice the triggers were going away. And Mm. I started to understand this person and started to understand their own reflections and started and it took time. This wasn't something that happened overnight. This was something that really took a year to just, I don't want to say fully heal, but it definitely energetically had a huge impact on me. But I would say the second thing that I think is beneficial for anybody is writing a letter to them. And you don't Mm -hmm. have to give them this letter. You just write out all of your feelings. And maybe it starts with just anger, like getting all of the resentment out, just getting like how you felt, why you were pissed off that it happened or whatever it is, but you have to end the letter coming from a place of love and Mm -hmm. go, okay, you also taught me this about myself and you taught me this. And I can now just release you, release this energy from my life. And then you can rip up the letter. You can burn the letter in a safe way if you want. And even that I found years later, I still had to do the same exercise. If I found, I still had a little bit to heal from that person. And so it's an ongoing journey. It's not like a quick fix ever, but those are my two best exercises. When you want to release this person or this negative out of your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that you brought that up because I think that is really great for people to hear right now considering a lot of self-love issues comes from looking at other people and seeing I'm not that I'm never going to be that, or that person that I was in that relationship and they made me feel horrible about myself, whether it was a friendship or an actual relationship or 
even relationships with your family, like a, a relative said something to you and that stayed with you forever, holding that all in manifests into people really starting to not like themselves. Even if it mm-hmm. happens like a decade ago, sometimes mm-hmm. if you don't release that, if you don't deal with it, it's actually within you and it's going to affect how you look at yourself in the future. So I'm happy that you gave that little exercise for people to do, because I think a lot of people struggle with that and it affects their self-image of themselves. So thank you for that. Of course. Yeah. I'm all about the inner work and that's really even what I'm trying to just bring to people because you really, you don't have to live with it forever. You don't have to dislike somebody forever. Like you can change that if you are willing to commit to healing. Yes. Yes, exactly. So I think this is a great transition into us talking about first your business, because when I chose this month, right when I was thinking of people who I wanted to ask, I was like, oh, I knew I wanted Shannon for this month because she has created a business within the past like year. It's been, it's been Mm -hmm. less than a year, March. Yeah. Yeah. It's about to be a year. And she, everything about it is just, it's so amazing. And now I'm like, I'm getting like speechless a little bit because I'm processing everything that you do for artists, specifically actors, but she's transitioning into helping all people with their mindset, trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. So I want you to talk a little bit about your business and what you do self-love wise, how your business is centered around that essentially. Totally. So I always like to start this by just giving a little bit of my background too, just for anybody who doesn't know, because my background in my career has led me to this. Mm -hmm. And so I was an actor as a kid and in school, when it came time for college, I decided to go the business route. And this is the short version of this story. (laughs) But then I discovered that I loved casting and I had an amazing casting internship my senior year of college, which Mm -hmm. because we were room suite mates and decided to move to LA two weeks after I graduated, just trusted the universe and the fact that I'd get a job, didn't have one lined up, but I just knew something was out there for me. Mm -hmm. Had an amazing casting experience. My first job out of college with in snow casting, they cast Nickelodeon shows, worked with kids, and then landed at an office that I was at for almost seven years. And that was my casting journey. But through that, I just saw and witnessed so many emotions coming out of actors. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I've always sympathized with actors because I was one and I will always have that like inner artist in me and performer in me. But what I didn't like was I would see actors come in and just throw all of their power away. They would give it to the casting director. They would be like complimenting nonstop and and asking all these questions. And it just felt very put on. And I could always, you could tell, you can tell when someone's putting it on and you could tell when someone's nervous. You can tell when someone's overly confident. You can tell when somebody is questioning their choices in the scene. And I just had experienced so many moments where I just wanted to hug the actor and be like, you need to love yourself. You just need to love yourself. Oh yeah. Cause I've been there as the actor who was not loving themselves. And it's a horrible feeling to walk into a casting room and just trying to be 
perfect, whatever perfect is in that sense to what you're going in for, but have all of these internal issues. I'm going to try to like, look like I'm going to try to be like edgy and come off as too cool. Okay. That didn't work. So let me try to be like really overconfident or suck up to them or whatever. It's like actors are constantly racking their brain on how to be perfect in the room. And Mm -hmm. I feel like nine times out of 10, they do not get it. They they don't end up. They don't. Yeah, exactly. You can tell, and it's very few and in between the people who just own who they are, do mm-hmm. their thing and leave and know that they are not worrying about it the rest of the day. You could just tell. I can literally tell the second someone finishes a performance, I can tell what type of day they're going to have. Oh, I, yeah. I can tell if they're going to go home and sit and just go stir crazy about the line delivery and the mess up and the things you could have done. Or the thank you that they got from the casting director. Like, oh, yeah. The, if they were looking at the piece of paper, like, they asked me about if I'm available, like all of that. Yes. Yes, Yes, exactly. (laughs) And I remember even figuring that out when I was an actor and I was in high school and middle school. And I remember thinking, oh my God, the casting director asked me if I'm available for these shoot dates. I think I might've booked this. No. And you just hold so much on these auditions or these opportunities and like you get lost in the process and it just never sat right with me. I I just always wanted to let these actors know, like you're more than this audition. And if you just believed in yourself and understood who you are and knew and know who you are, like your day's going to be so much better and you're going to enjoy being an actor so much more. Yes. It's already hard enough what we're doing. We're not getting paid to go to these auditions. The chances are pretty slim. You're competing with so many people. You have to care for your mental health and make money and juggle so many different things to go into the room. If you don't love yourself and what you're doing, why are you forcing yourself to go there? Why are you doing that? Because you're stressing yourself out for five minutes out of your day, all the minutes out of your day, you should feel good about. You shouldn't just base your whole day off of those five minutes. So I totally agree with you because- I've been that version of an actor and now vice versa, just from, I think it comes with life experience and Mm -hmm. growing into yourself. But then also, you know, I work with Shannon now. We're really really sticking together as friends. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But now it's also been beneficial for me to work with you because we're teaching this method, which we'll get into, but I've started to love myself even more. And when I go into these auditions or I film these self tapes, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do it this way because it feels good for me. I'm going to be showing this side of myself. And I finish it, I send it, and it's out. It's out of my head after that. And I I felt good doing what was me in the audition. And so I think that that will help us going into what then led from casting to where you are now. Yes. During my whole self-love journey of working with intuitive mentors, of understanding who I am, letting go, limiting beliefs, there's a whole bunch of things that go into that. Mm -hmm. But I've really been starting this inner work about three years ago. And I knew I wasn't meant to be in casting. And it was so weird when I had that realization because that's what I thought I wanted. And if you were to ask me in college, if you were to ask me at 23, 24, maybe even 25, like, 
that I would tell you, I'm going to be a casting director and like, mm-hmm. I'm working my way up and now I'm an associate and I love being an associate. I loved my job. And, or um, even when you were moving before, I remember our, I think majority of college, you were always, I'm going to move to LA right after college. She knew she wanted to be in LA. She was going to move to LA. She moved to LA right after college. So you always knew what your next, you were manifesting your next steps. Like you set the goal in your head, you wanted that and you were going to go after it. Yeah. But that evolves. It evolves. It totally evolves. And we don't realize that at the time. Uh, I have so many moments where a no was coming to me. Someone saying, no, this is not going to happen where it would like rock my world and be like, what do you mean? This is supposed to happen. This is what I want. But then five months later, be like, oh, wait, this actually did happen for a reason. And I love those moments. And that is what the universe is constantly showing us. I feel like I'm having deja vu right now. This is very weird. I, I feel like I had a dream anyways well we talk about this stuff a lot we talk about it all the time but (laughs) you said that in my dream too but anyways so I love when that happens so I I yeah I you're right the second I have my heart set on something I do go after it and when I was 16 my first time in California I told my parents right then and there I'm done like I'm living in California as soon as college is over that is where I want to be forever I just love California so just going off of Knowing in my gut that I wasn't meant to be casting was just a weird feeling for me because you're right. I was someone who did always know my next steps in yeah, a way. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't know what the heck that looked like for me. And I would journal about it. I would ask the universe about it. And no one would give me any answers. I had to find that myself. And basically, long story short, after searching for a really long time, I was getting a massage from Helena and which I highly recommend one you should always treat yourself but especially if you are an empath and just like always absorbing feelings and releasing emotions and just working with people all the time massages are just a great thing a self-love technique for you so I was getting this massage two years ago Mm-hmm. And I had this vision. I saw that I was going to be this coach. I saw that I was still going to have acting in my life and really helping artists, creatives, actors. I saw that I would be just helping them in a way bigger than acting. Didn't know what it fully looked like, but I saw this vision. And I had that vision in my body, in my mind for two years. And I didn't do anything about it because I was scared. It took the quarantine, it took the world stopping for me to go, okay, now's the time to leave casting. And it it was really hard because I loved casting. I loved my office. I knew I would want to be there forever and could just grow with them. I was making decent money. So to be leaving a paycheck, a consistent check that you would be getting every week, every, there was just so much fear and I was so nervous, but I just knew it was time and I worked through that fear. And yeah, last March, end of March, when things were just stopped, I decided to start a coaching business on Instagram. Didn't know what the heck I was doing. I just was like, hey world, like this is who I am and this is what I think I can help you with. And I think it has evolved and will continue to evolve just like we all do. Cause it did really start at just, Hey, I am an acting coach. And like, these are the scenes I can help you with. And I know comedy is like the back of my hand and I uh, can make you feel good in the audition. But then the more and more I evolved in my business, I'm like, wait, all of this inner work and mindset work that I've been doing on myself, that's what I need to be bringing to actors. That's what makes me feel more 
complete than just helping somebody with an audition. Yes. Yes. No, it, it was, I'm still in shock at how it snowballed for you because we're talking guys, not even, it hasn't even been a full year since Mm -hmm. she started the, her business. And I obviously saw how it started to where it is now. And it is crazy. And I think it, it really is because now you have so many different layers of what you offer. It started off with, I'm going to help actors with auditions, like very simple. And now it's, you have a whole method, you do mindset coaching, you help people, you do intuitive reads, you help people Mm -hmm. figure out what their purpose is, how people, how actors feel when they're in the room, like all of this. And Mm -hmm. it's just incredible to see. And I think it's a testament to how you did the inner work for yourself. Mm -hmm. And like you said, this for two years, you didn't want to, you didn't want to like, listen to your intuition telling you, ah, this isn't, this isn't it for you. Like you could stay on this path and it would be comfortable, but you could also do this and it would feel 10 times better than how you already feel. So it's incredible what happens when you do heal yourself and deal with your shit and then start to listen to what your body and your mind and inner soul need. Mm -hmm. And I think Shannon is just great talking about this and just exemplifying it in her everyday life. Yeah. I think what's really cool is I really am practicing what I'm preaching. And Uh I think what a lot of people don't realize is I will always invest in classes for myself and always be learning and finding ways to uncover like even more self-love techniques and finding what works for me. And that is really everything I am then bringing to the acting community and maybe even watering it down a little bit because some of my teachers can be a little bit more what I sometimes joke saying hippy-dippy or woo-woo because it is a big concept to grasp. The things we are talking about are not tangible things. They are all energetic things. Everything regarding my self-love journey started with just thoughts and started with feelings and energy. Nothing was physically showing up. And that's what I want people to realize is you have to have patience with yourself and understand this is always just a journey and a process. And we have to enjoy every moment and not be asking why things aren't here yet, or only focusing on the lack of them not being here. But it really is just, I I feel blessed to now be in a position where I Everything I'm giving to actors exercise-wise, I have done and continue to do for myself. Yes. Yes, totally. And can you explain what the method is that we do with actors? Yeah. So I do a lot with actors, but what Bianca is referring to is the find yourself first method. And it started in this workshop I do or intensive, whatever you want to call it. It's four Mm -hmm. weeks. And it was the first intensive I ever created. So a lot of it is focused more on the acting, specifically comedy TV shows, because that's just the world I came from. All of Mm -hmm. the TV shows I've cast in the past are comedies, were comedies. So it is really acting heavy in that sense, but I wanted to figure out a way where I can just slowly introduce self-love technique to people. And there's four weeks and each week 
we're working on our scenes, but at the end of the day, end of the day, I give everybody homework and it is all about inner work reflections and journaling. And I start easy. And the first thing is like writing attributes about who you are and figuring out who you are and then tying memories to those attributes. And this is not an exercise I created. Our intuitive mentor, Allie had given this to us years ago mm-hmm. and it really helped me understood who I was and why I was that person because we're tying those memories to it and understand understanding what that felt like in our body. And I felt like that would be such a beautiful technique to bring to actors in a first week of an intensive because you're understanding who you are. And not only that, how amazing is it to now have all of these emotions and attributes that you now have said, yes, this is who I am and it lives in me and tie that to your, your scene work. And so what we do throughout the four weeks, that's the biggest exercise. And that's really what we're working on within those four weeks is putting a attribute into a scene Mm -hmm. instead of getting a character and a breakdown that is 10 paragraphs long, telling you that a character is a Upper East Side woman who is taking over the world, hates her day job, but loves her nightlife. (laughs) And it's like, how do you play that? Like, it's it's so confusing and complicated. And so I wanted to create a way for people to simplify things because I find that simple is more consistent and therefore makes a better scene happen. Yes. even more so you're putting yourself into the scene. You are literally taking an attribute that is inside of you and Mm -hmm. putting it into a scene. You're putting yourself into this character versus molding a character into yourself. Yes. I'm like, I know all of this, but every time you say it and we talk about it and we talk about it, specifically kids, I notice, or young adults, it's always so nice to teach them this method because you see the, oh, like you see it in their eyes. Okay. Okay. I get that. I I can do that. I don't have to have that actor persona of yes, I'm always ready, blah, blah. blah. I can just, I'm like a more shy person. Like I, I tend to hang a little bit in the background. I don't need to be the center of the room. I can take that sweet side of me and that's an attribute. Oh, awesome. I don't have to put on this show. It's really nice. I've noticed when kids are like, oh, okay, I don't have to put on this whatever that stage moms force them to be like. Totally, totally. And it's funny you you mentioned that too, because that's one, the reason I even thought of this was with a young girl that Bianca now works with all the time. And she was my first client I ever had. And she is actually someone that started with me while I was still in casting. So I was taking on people here and there. I just wasn't announcing it to the world, Mm -hmm. but I'll always have a special place in my heart for her because she knew nothing about TV and film acting. And now she's signed with the manager, getting auditions, working now with Bianca pretty heavily. But What I noticed with her, we worked together for a few months and things were clicking, like she was getting better and better. But I had given her this note one day because she came from a theater background and I said, just be yourself. And that can be complicated and that can also be simple for somebody. And fortunate enough, it was simple for her and she's okay. So I gave her this eighth grade, the movie eighth grade monologue. I think I actually sent you the clip recently. Yeah, Yeah. And she did it. And I, it was unbelievable. (laughs) I just was so drawn into her performance and her authenticity, which is a Mm -hmm. word I love to use. And I asked her after I said, what shifted for you? Like you are a completely different actress now. And she said, I'm just myself. I'm just reading it how I would read it. And I'm like, 
There you go. Thank you. I'm like, yes. this is what everyone needs to learn how to do. And yes. Yeah. We, we tend to complicate things. This should be fun. This should be enjoyable. And you should be yourself throughout the entire process. If you notice, you would know because in casting, but for other people, how you always hear about that random person who they found off the street, who never had any acting experience. And now they're like one of the leads on a, a TV show. And you're like, how did that happen? I'm struggling every day. I'm going all these auditions. <laughs> I'm not booking. And that person just got picked off of the street. But it's because with acting, you, they're just looking for real people. They want it to look like a real human. They don't want it to look like you're acting. And that's what makes actors get in their heads is because they're like, I have to try to be like, I'm acting but and I have all these notes, but then I'm trying to be someone else, but also be not over the top. And, and it gets in actors' heads. And so I think it's funny when you do hear people talk about that person who got bound from a random mm -hmm. open call, had no experience. And I think it's just because like children, like you were saying with the girl, we were just our client that we were just talking about, she had no experience, but she is so capable and like able to pick up on just genuine human feelings because when you just tell a kid, just be you, just do that. Or just react like you would if your sister was bothering you. Like when you relate it to things that like, oh yeah, I've experienced that. My sister's so annoying. I would say it like this. And then you're mm -hmm. like, exactly. There you go. Re take you how you would feel in that moment and then yeah. put, apply it to the scene. I really think what actors need to realize that it's really about just who fits that genuine character, what mm -hmm. the authenticity that you as the actor bring to the character. And sometimes your authentic, well, a lot of the time your authenticity isn't going to match, but that's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And I think actors tend to take that personally thinking, oh, I have, I've heard no after no. Am I meant to do this? I'm not talented enough. Why is so-and-so booking over me? And it really is about finding the essence that fits the show. And most of the time, really, I always say nine times out of 10, you did a great job and your mm -hmm. audition was amazing. And it was the best that you could do. It just, there was someone who fits this character a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. I hope that actors, it's all over your profile. And I feel like people are starting to interview you even more because the method of what you are teaching is becoming, it's like people are trying to find their self-love in their everyday life. So the mm -hmm. fact that you've applied it to this industry where there has been so little of self-love, it's really making your business stand out, which I'm just, I'm very proud of you for. Thank you. <laughs> I just feel so good about it. And again, this is coming from a very genuine place and not like a place of, oh, I know I've worked so hard. I deserve it all. No, I really feel like I am in my purpose and I just think there is such a need for self-love. Well, with any job, any anybody can benefit from this. I just witnessed it firsthand in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And so that's basically my audience, but anybody can learn this stuff. And I'm happy to discuss all of that with people. There's so much mindset technique and understanding that you have the choice to lean into the fear or to lean into the love or lean into the faith. So it's just exciting when 
I'm working with actors and then they'll come back to me being like, that was the best I've ever felt. Or I booked this or this just happened. I had a creative spark happen. I released this. I manifest this. And they're seeing the power in it. And it's just so magical. And (laughs) I really do feel in terms of shifting the frequency of the world, which I know is very big to say, but in terms of people turning more towards self-love things and finding their inner light, like we're seeing more and more of that, which mm-hmm. it just is so beautiful. Yes, yes, totally. And I really like the fact that you're talking about shifting the world because you're one person, but you just being that one person that's going to spread your light or energy to another, which is then going to go to another, it really does spread when you do think about it. So that's why a lot of times with this podcast, I I try to not get in my head about being like, I have to have so many followers. I have to have this big following. Obviously that would be amazing. That would be ideal. But it would be ideal because it's like, oh, I'm reaching more people. And so I think that's where you're coming from. And I've noticed Mm -hmm. is that your business is growing so fast because what you're teaching and the products that you're putting out there is so genuine and so needed right now. And all of that is going to transfer to everyone who learns it and then passes it on to someone else or recommends another person. Hey, check out Shannon. You'll feel great about your audition oh, you feel lost, check out Shannon's business. And, and it just spreads. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like you should feel great. You should feel, and I know you do. Yeah. And you feel great in a really genuine sort of way. And you should be confident about it. And I know you are. Yeah. And even going off of what you were saying about how, yeah, like it'd be nice to have more followers in the sense of, I want to help more people. But I also have learned in this last year that, And I, it's always easier said than done. Ego is always going to shine through being like, let's look at that follower count. Let's see who we're helping. But we can also silence that ego and literally just celebrate that moment and be like, oh my God, I have a business. Oh my God, I have a podcast. Oh my God, I do have guests on a podcast. Oh my God, people are listening. And there is always something to celebrate. And for anybody who's listening, like I want them to realize, of course, end goals are amazing. And like, we're always going to be working towards things, but it's important to celebrate every single step. Exactly. And it's so funny, you as the person that we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, like you were always perceived as the girl who had everything together and seemed so perfect where now at this point in your life, you're literally just giving your life to helping others feel good about themselves. So I think that you always have had this kind of purpose in you. And it's really nice to see it transform into what's going to be so successful because I just know it. It's going to be great. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just what it comes down to is anybody can feel this way. And if you have this inner knowing that you're meant to be doing something, you need to follow it and it can be terrifying and you will cry and it will be scary. And there will be months where you're like, can I afford rent this month? But, right. but you can not doubt yourself and you have to follow through with that. And when you do, I feel like I'm on 
not the other side of it, because things are always going to come up. Things in life are always going to happen. And we're always going to be learning lessons along the way to just grow and make us into these even stronger, beautiful humans. I think it's just important to know that you need to trust that inner feeling. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people who will listen and be like, but what about like, I money, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of money to be successful. Money does help you feel more comfortable in life, but Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you said that even if you are feeling like, oh my gosh, like money's going to be tight next month. How am I going to do this? Really just going with your gut feeling. But I really feel like I should take this course because the course Mm -hmm. is going to like educate me on this aspect of my career that will eventually lead me to something even bigger. Because I feel like one thing you've taught me a lot this past year is investing in yourself. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if you could talk a little bit about that because I think it's important. Totally. I love talking about this and I'm actually very open with money because I think it's important to talk about it. Yeah, you are. And a lot of people aren't. Yeah. I've always been that way. Like I will tell Bianca, like I made this or I have this much credit card debt. And let me tell you anyone again, who's (laughs) listening, there was never a point in these last 11 months where I didn't have credit card debt. I still have credit card debt. I paid off a wedding. I just finished paying that off. At one point, I had $24,000 on a credit card, $24,000. That would terrify somebody. And of course, there are people (laughs) where the ego is going to be coming in, listening to this going, what the heck? Oh, yeah. No, I remember you telling me, I was like, Shannon, what are you doing? Yes. (laughs) I was like, I I feel anxious for you right now. (laughs) But then Shannon in her very calm, centered way was like, I know, it seems crazy. It seems really wild, but hear me out. You have a really good way (laughs) at marketing your thoughts and being like, hear me out. This is where it's going. Yeah. And so obviously we're not there anymore and I pray I would never (laughs) will be, but I really didn't listen to the fear and starting a business. I had 10,000 credit card debt Mm -hmm. and there were moments where I still have some, it's not those big, scary numbers anymore, but I never let the price of something stop me from what I felt I had to do. Like I was called to certain business coaches, intuitive mentors. I work with a business coach now who is very expensive. I talk about this with Bianca all the time. Mm -hmm. I have learned so much from her and it's only been a month and I already see the investment paying off. And that's what people need to realize is that you can put things on a credit card. And look, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you to just throw (laughs) your whole life away and put it on a credit card because there is a little bit of logic that has to come into it. Mm -hmm. But there also is an even more so trusting, like just trusting that it's all going to work out and really seeing the opportunity in it all. That's Mm -hmm. what it comes down to is seeing the opportunity. Is this going to get me to where I want to be or get me to feel how I want to feel. And if you feel a big yes in your body, you do it. And you don't ask yourself how you're going to do it. You don't ask yourself why you're going to do it. You are just doing it. And Mm -hmm. so I even, Bianca and I have a similar, similar, we have the same mentor where we learned a lot of different techniques and that was an investment, but we both can sit here and go, oh wait, like we have businesses now and we're helping people now and we're stepping into our purpose now. And the payoff is always worth it. I think that was probably the biggest lesson I've learned from you this year is that invest in yourself and do what 
feels good for you with your career and follow it because it, it will pay off if you do invest. But like, it's not even just investing and just being like, oh, I'm just going to pay this and see what happens. Invest in things that are purposeful. Like I feel really called to work with this business coach. That's all about the intuition feeling, like you were saying, because it will work out if you have goals in mind and know what feels good and what doesn't feel good for you. So thank you. Totally. That. Thank you for that. One question that I did want to ask you, what are your feelings on toxic positivity? Ooh, okay. So this was something that was... I didn't know this was a thing, but now I know that it's a thing. And a lot of people don't know. It it can't came out throughout the pandemic. I noticed. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. That's basically me saying you can't love your, no one will love you if you don't love yourself. Is that toxic positivity? Or what do you mean by that? Toxic positivity is like a lot of people felt it during the pandemic where it was like everyone was shoving all of this information Mm. of being like, utilize this time to find your purpose, grow a business. So I brought this up because I feel like some people may think what you're doing or even what I'm doing is shoving, Mm -hmm. like, just, just do what feels good. Do this and your depression will, you'll be able to not hate your life as much anymore. Like things like that. Some people that I've talked to throughout the pandemic have been like, it was really hard for me to see that other people were succeeding. And I was Mm -hmm. just, I couldn't get out of bed because I was so Mm -hmm. overwhelmed from the whole pandemic. And so it didn't help me to see other people talking about these massive accomplishments when I'm like Mm -hmm. an accomplishment for me was to just get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And so I don't know what your thoughts on that are, because I know for me, when I was going into this podcast and I talk about this all the time, the beautifully nasty name came from how it is a really difficult process to love yourself. It's nitty gritty. It can be dark, but the the end result is beautiful. I was purposeful in choosing the podcast to talk about the ups and downs because I didn't want it to be like, I'm talking, I'm doing a podcast talking about self-love and just shove Mm -hmm. all this positivity Mm -hmm. at people. So I don't know what's your thought on. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I can absolutely see where someone would look at my page and be like, oh, it's too much. She's just, it's all always feel good messages. And there are days where I also think it's too much, not like what I'm putting out. What I'm putting out is a reflection of me. It will always be a reflection of me. It will be a reflection of where I'm at. And I also don't I'm not one to be on social media every second of every day where I'm like, here's what I'm eating for lunch. Oh, I'm bloated today. Oh, I have a headache. Oh, I just wanted to have a lazy day. If I feel compelled to share something, I will. But I also feel like I live in my world where I'm like, if I want to post something, I will. And if I don't want to post something, I won't. I'm not just going to post. I'm not going to have a moment where I'm having a bad day and crying and go, I should put this on social media because people need to see this. If I feel compelled to, I absolutely will. But I think that's almost weird to me to be like having a really like rough day or moment and just be like, 
guys, I'm just showing you that like I have rough days too. <laughs> like that to me is just maybe I'll get there one day. I don't know. But right yeah. now that feels disingenuous to, to who I am. Yeah. But I do have those days. And it's nice because Bianca and I, we meet every week with some girlfriends and we all discuss where we're at. And I'm, mm-hmm. I have two other groups where I'm discussing where I'm at. It's my business group. It's my, I have a college group. You're talking to your girlfriends and you're like, what's like, where are you guys at? How are you feeling? And every week someone's on a different page. There's so many oh, where yeah. I'm like, guys, this week was the freaking best. I'm on top of the world. While someone else is like, I can't get out of bed. <laughs> and then my can't out of bed week will be, can't get out of bed week will be the following week. And right. we will all never, ever be on the same page. That is a part of life. Like we just won't. There have been so many weeks throughout this pandemic having a business where I've been so overwhelmed and you are one of my best friends. So you'll of course know when I'm feeling overwhelmed because we check in with each other every day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm also very happy to share more of that with people. And when I'm working with people, I will never hide that part of me. I think I just, my thoughts like never go to, oh my God, I'm, I just lost a loved one and I'm crying. Like I need to show people on social media that I'm crying. Like, right. Right. I think down the line, like if I am on social media more and just showing up, yeah, I will show those moments, but I will also never hide those moments. Like when someone gets to know me, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No. Cause you are an open book, like probably one of the most open book people I've ever met. And I think if people did one-on-one sessions, they would see how you are. Like, you're like, okay, I am running from this meeting that I haven't eaten. So I may be picking up some food just so you know, blah, blah, blah. Or I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. So just bear with me. I'm chugging water right now to get (laughs) Shannon's very much like that. Like you said, with money, you're very open about sharing. Yeah. I'm in this much debt. I'm happy. We touched upon that because I think Mm -hmm. that maybe that can be a a misconception about you that it is toxic positivity when it genuinely is what you're putting out there is you want it to reach people. You want people to benefit from it. It's not the toxic positivity in the sense, like you should be doing this. And I don't think it comes off that way. If I am in that moment and I am eating and I'm on Instagram. Yeah. I like, I'm not saying you'll never see those moments for me. You totally will. I just also feel those moments behind the camera too. And I want people to know that. And I also want people to know that you have to take what you need always. It is a day to day feeling. You have to check in with yourself morning and night because I might feel like I'm on top of the world in the morning and at night I'm exhausted and don't want to talk to anybody. And I know that I'll need to take a bath or something. And that was yesterday. I had one of those days. I had talked to so many people that day. My energy was drained and I'm like, okay, what can fill me up right now? What gives me love and comfort? Oh, taking a nice hot bath right now. And so for anybody who's on social media and you're having a hate the world day, let me listen to some like early 2000s punk music. Like I have those moments all the time. Let that be your day. Don't feel like you have to go on social media and find a positive quote and think everything is sunshine and rainbows because none of us are that way all the time. Literally, there's not a single person in this world who is. And if they are like, you're not real. So, right. And if they are, I thought it was you. And now you're telling, <laughs> and you're telling us it's not. So it's true. No one is like this. <laughs> No one is always freaking positive. Yes. Can you share what your, your project for actors that you have coming out that they'll be able to maybe get? 
Absolutely. So I've created a new website that'll be out in a few weeks, which I'm super excited about. Mm -hmm. And I have had, I think once you are in your zone, like your creative spark, like Bianca, like when she knew the name of her podcast, she knew I want to have a different theme every month. These are the people I want to have on. It just spirals. And like for good or bad, because there are days where you're like, ah, there's so much going on in my brain. But for the most you're getting these intuitive hits of this is what you should do. This is what you should do. And I've had a lot of those moments in the last six months. I've also had moments where nothing's coming to me. So again, putting that out there, Right. but yeah. So back in August and it's now February, I had a dream two consecutive nights in a row about creative affirmations. The word came to me. I saw these cards and basically they're illustrations and they're feel good messages specifically for creatives and actors. And the fact that I had the dream two nights in a row was so bizarre to me. And the other bizarre thing was I had a zoom meeting that day with a new client and her husband, they're both actors. And she was telling me that she's creating these affirmation cards and I'm wait, no, I'm going to, I just had this dream. What are you talking about? And it's funny. Cause I think after I got off that phone call and I'm telling the short version here. At first I was like, how bizarre. I've had this dream for two nights. I'm now hearing this from somebody else echoing back at me that they're doing it too. Does this mean we work together? What does this look like? And I feel like I even probably told you when that was going on. I'm like, does this mean I'm supposed to work with them? Or does this mean we're doing two separate things? What is this? Right, right. And after a while, when my ego kind of calmed down being like, you have to do this, you have to do this and get these out. And they're going to be too similar. Cause of course your mind, ego's always going to come in and your mind's going to go, wait, like it's so similar. Do actors really need this now? Should I just let go of this idea? And finally, when I silenced that, I said, oh yeah, actors do need this. And her creative affirmation cards are going to be amazing and touch so many people. And my, hers aren't called creative affirmations. My creative affirmation cards are going to touch so many people too. And there's room for everybody. And she's now one of my close friends. And what she's done is so beautiful. Affirmation, darling. If you go on Instagram, that is her name. She already has her cards out. Hers are physical cards. Mine are going to be a digital deck of cards, but we are trying to right now. What's the delay is that we're creating different user experiences that we feel is going to be best for people Mm -hmm. to look at. But the intention behind that was if people have auditions or moments where they're either by themselves or around people and they just need a little pick me up, like they can go right on their phone, something they're probably used to doing all day and click those affirmation cards and get some feel good messages. And some messages have actual questions to ask yourself. And some just have cute, fun images to put a smile on your face. And some have affirmations that are declaring like, Hey, let's focus on the love and let's reframe these thoughts with this mindset. And I'm really excited about them. I've put so much love and energy and detail into them. Yes. Yep. Bianca's seen them for a while now, and I'm just excited to finally launch it. You're going to be able to make prints out of it and put it up in your office or in your bedroom. And I have some apparel coming out. So just really fun, exciting, what I call high vibration things (laughs) that are just coming out to make people feel good. Good And I, yeah, the good vibes always striving to put those good vibes out there. Yes. And because your business kind of started blowing up, did you feel like it was beneficial for you to have this creative work in your life? In terms of, do you think it was beneficial to create products? Is that what you mean? It's like to be creative. Okay. Something Mm -hmm. that's not like client-based work. I'm going to create this idea and I'm going to pick like 
the colors and the pictures and the quotes and write stuff. Cause all of that is you being a creative in itself. Did it, did you feel like it helped? I only bring it up because we're, this whole month is about artists and being creative. And so did you feel like it was beneficial to have that separate time in your day or totally? Okay. I understand. Thank you. So I never went into this saying, I have to have a product and it has to make people feel good. And this is going to be a way to reach more people. It came to me in a dream and it was something Mm -hmm. that I wasn't expecting. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it is that I never thought like that possibility of creating like a digital or even physical product just was not a thing at that moment in time. It was like more about what intensives can I put out? What do actors need to feel in this moment? And so this just was like a cherry on top. And then actually doing it was so much fun because I'm not an artist in the, in the sense that I don't draw, I'm not a graphic designer. And so it was fun to explore different options, found a, a girl I absolutely love who I use for everything now and worked through the cards. And it was this extra fun thing I get to do where it was like, oh yeah, I don't have to just be doing one-on-one Zooms or group classes or anything. Like I can be creating And having that same energy and holding that same love and space for creatives through these products. And it really was magical. And I think it's even put this extra creative bug in me to go, okay, what's next? Yeah. What's going to be the next product, you know? And it, yeah, it really did this extra fire in me. Yeah, no, I think that's great. It's very specific to actors in that that's what we're coaching them on, but do you feel like overall it can be related to all types of artists and creative people out there? I think all of it relates to any creative and a creative is so many things. Mm -hmm. Anybody who has an idea for themselves, sees an opportunity, wants to follow their passion, which is so many beautiful humans on this planet. Yes. You can all relate to this and people who don't even identify as a creative can relate to this. Yes, totally. And I'm, that's why I'm just so happy to have brought you on for Thank this month you. because ah. you are just spreading so much light and positivity in a really, I think, relatable way to many artists and even non-artists. So we are all very appreciative of you and what you're doing and teaching all of us because it is, I think it's going to take over the the world eventually this is gonna be I'm like I'm, I'm setting the standards really high gonna, but yeah really high standards but I appreciate it thank no, you B. You're, yeah thank you're, you I'm very proud I'm very proud of a problem on the city here isn't she so great she's awesome. honestly I'm proud and I'm having a moment and I know we have to go soon but real mm-hmm. quick back when Bianca was living in LA many years ago <laughs> I brought her in for an audition And I forget if it happened during the audition or maybe you texted me after and you were just like, sorry, if like I was a little out of it, I was honestly just having a moment that you were like behind a camera and following a passion and like you were literally casting me. (laughs) And I feel like I'm having that moment right now being like, oh my God, Bianca is literally having a podcast, changing the world, talking (laughs) about the nitty gritty things, beautiful, not beautiful. Are you crying, B? 
<laughs> but I re- I really mean it. I It's been a pleasure. Obviously, I talk to you every day, but this was just a different vibe. And I love this vibe. I love oh. this for you. Like you are just fully in a purpose. And you your purpose is just being on this earth. But this is just an extra creative outlet for you, which is just so beautiful. And I know I speak on behalf of any other guests you have on the show and any person listening <laughs> that we are thankful for you. Oh, why'd she have to do this to me right now? I can't get emotional, <laughs> but thank you. That was so sweet. Thank you. I love you, Shannon. You know that. Love you. Love um, you. So thank you for being here and tell us where can we find you? Yeah. So you can find me on my website, which is shannonbills.com. Mm-hmm. and uh, my Instagram, which is Shannon Bills Coaching. Amazing. And do you have anything that's coming out this month that you want to advertise? Yeah. I'm hoping creative affirmations will be out in the next few weeks. We're just cool. figuring out the kinks here and there. New website, mm-hmm. uh, new apparel. So yeah, lots of new things happening. And I will definitely keep everybody updated on my email list and on yes. my Instagram. And we'll We'll also let everyone know since you're part of this little group of guests that I have for the show. Last thing that I want to advertise for you or a little (laughs) plug in, what do you offer for services? We obviously talked about actors, but could you just elaborate Mm -hmm. on the other coachings that you do? Totally. Yeah. So I actually have a 12 week transformation program that I haven't fully advertised yet, but I guess I am now where I have a few clients that work with me one-on-one it's 12 weeks. And each week they're learning a new topic around whether it's self-love technique or intuition, manifesting, learning about energies and chakras and the universal laws, just really fun, beautiful things that I've learned about these last three years that have transformed my life. And so that is what I'm been stepping into creatively and that I've been loving. I offer one-on-one sessions, whether you want to talk about career related things, acting related things, mindset things, confidence things. I do a monthly meditation that I love to do called Mm -hmm. recharge your energy meditation. Yes. And just different intensives I offer throughout the year. I do one all on mindset. I do one on co-stars for actors. I do one on journaling. I'm really big on journaling and have created a guide for journalers. So yeah, there's a lot of things happening, but it is all on my website. (laughs) I I just wanted you to say it out loud because I'm going to say it one more time. She has done all of this. She's (laughs) created all of this within less than a year. So let's give her a little round of applause because it's amazing. So even if you are not an actor or artist in any sort of way, she has many services that can help just anyone. So please follow her, check her out, support her business. She's just doing amazing things. Okay. So that's a wrap for today. Make sure to follow Beautifully Nasty on all social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter at Beautifully Nasty Pod. And please email me at beautifullynastypod at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us, or if you want to be a guest on the show, please feel free to reach out and also make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all podcast platforms. Please subscribe, download the episodes. 
that is the most important thing download the episode i would so appreciate that and review reviews are amazing and they help us so much so if you like what you heard please review and rate it just to give us a little love much appreciated also when you subscribe you'll be the first one to know when new episodes drop i'll be releasing a new episode every wednesday and this month is about loving yourself as a creative so all y'all artists make sure to listen up we got a bunch of guests who are all different creatives and they will be bringing their perspective on the industries in which they are in they'll be talking about how to love yourself when it gets really hard how to make money as a creative, what to do when you're first starting off, how to juggle multiple jobs. They're they're talking about it all. Even when you have just an artistic block of some sort in general, what it's like to be an artist during the pandemic. So we will be going through it all, but as the point of this podcast is we got this together as usual. So please support the podcast. And finally, you, you can follow me if you'd like on Instagram. You can find me at Bianca Vitali with three E's underscore at the end. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the Beautifully Nasty podcast and make sure that you love on yourself this week. Do something special for yourself. We all got this together. Have a great week.